0: Good day, and welcome to the Fantasy Sultans. Hello, friends. Week one of the NFL season is here. Mike and Tripp here to guide you to fantasy victory. We've got the import-exports, and we have what was... Well, listen, Mike, we say this (laughs) every year. Drafts are head-scratchers. And it seems like we're always involved in head-scratchers. And the worst part is... The head scratching is involving my daughter. What the hell was she thinking? Obviously, <laughs> did not learn lessons at the knee of her father. Picking a kicker in the second round. I, I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed and appalled. And uh, that's $25 bucks I'll be donating because she's <laughs> a, not going to pay me. And B, there is no way in hell she is going to win the league. But i mean mike we say this every year you've got to know what's going on and some of these okay the two biggest mistakes you can make when you draft number one not knowing who's injured and who's not and number two auto drafting without any thought now we've said this before espn i think has a really good system if you want to try an auto draft but you have to set that up and the problem is we had we had a draft a 12 team draft with three teams auto drafting one person set their auto draft up well the other two it was a clown show and the worst part was one team two defenses followed by two kickers. Uh, I'm just like, I, I'm flabbergasted, but that kicker pick in the second round, my daughter pick, that's it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> disowning. Disowning. <laughs> I, I'm,
1: updating, I'm updating my will right now. Disowning my daughter. Uh, you know, I mean, I think it's interesting when you take a look at the tale of two drafts because you and I were in, you know, two different leagues last night. We saw four quarterbacks taken by round two. The Our draft tonight that occurred on, we're taping this on Tuesday, had occurred uh, three quarterbacks taken by round three. So you're going to see a difference in quarterback intellect and and I'm not knocking people for taking a quarterback early because there's nothing wrong with it but when you're taking like a Jalen Hurts maybe in around two or three now I know and I get it there's going to be you're going to have local teams and, and local factors into the into the picture but I just think that it's early to grab those type of quarterbacks. You expect a Patrick Mahomes. You expect a Justin Herbert. You expect a Aaron Rodgers to go early. But you don't expect somebody like Jalen Hurts to go off the board in round two or three. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I, I jotted down some notes here. Some interesting uh, thoughts here with our draft, the Fantasy Sultans draft. Jamar Chase taken at as the fourth pick. Now, Justin Jefferson was taken a bit later. And I'm not saying that Chase is going to do uh, better than Jefferson. But, you know, Jefferson's projected as high as number two on ADP rankings. Our, our buddy John Hansen has him at number two. I just think that, you know, the top players have got to be running backs. And to, where we landed Justin Jefferson in one of our leagues was the fifth pick. And I think that was a value pick there. Uh, How about Josh Allen? Second round tonight, uh, drafted, and uh, Stephon Diggs. Obviously, people not liking him because Leonard Fournette, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Barkley were taken all ahead of this guy in round number two. So, Diggs is the 13th best ADP coming off the board and was not taken. So, uh, that's very, very interesting, too. Antonio Gibson, remember... The round two that was taken last year, well, guess what? This year, he's round number nine. Oh, have the mighty have fallen.
0: But I think part of that is because Washington... I I, I think there's a lot of questions about the Washington commanders. I think the fact that they changed quarterbacks. I also think you may have a changing of the guard a little bit in Washington. And Antonio Gibson, injuries are part of it, too. Um, I'm just... You know, again... You don't know what you're going to get with Carson Wentz because this is his third team in three years, and last year was supposed to be, you know, his, you know, uh, his revitalization, and he was working with a guy who took him to the Super Bowl, and oh, yeah, that went down to tubes, and they traded him, and I just, I don't know if anybody's buying into. Washington right now. Again, it's in the NFC least, you know, the Cowboys and everybody else. Uh, So they could be good. I I just think part of it is, is there's a lot of questions about Washington. I mean, let's face it. Week one, you're going to have a lot of questions about a lot of teams. The the Stephon Diggs, I'm kind of curious about the Josh Allen pick early. Well, he's the number one quarterback, but I don't think, I, again, I, I really wasn't going to pull the trigger on a quarterback, and as it was, I kind of sat there and got Joe Burrow in the eighth round, and I was happy about that. I really was, um, and, and, and our guy, which we had touted on the draft show, was Derek Carr, and I think Carr went was I went to a team as their second quarterback, believe it or not.
1: So, yeah we took I, Carr in, in one of our leagues last night uh, yes, at eight yes, in the yeah. eighth round so that, and yeah. that was right that was the spot to take him so I mean yes, I it was amazing I yeah and I got Tom Brady in the Sultans draft in uh, round nine I kind of started the quarterback run there Prescott and Stafford were taking about five picks afterwards and yeah. you know I kind of think that maybe people are not fessing up but they're listening to the Sultans because a lot of quarterbacks were taken late. And that's what the sultans have been saying for the past couple weeks now to tell you to take a quarterback later in the draft. So I think people aren't fessing up and saying that they were listening to our show. Oh, or they're, our they're,
0: they're, they're I, listening in. They want trips. They Bob, want
1: tips from us. I know. I they think are. Bob. I, I know Bob is because he took a defense and kicker at the last pick. So he's got to be listening to us. <laughs> got to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he finished second in the league last year, and where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Mike. Uh, it's week one. Import exports really. You're not going to export anybody week one. If you are, that speaks very badly for your team. Um, but we've got a lot of imports this week. I'll kick it off. Um, I'm going rookies. I think these are some. There are some rookies that were late round um, uh, value picks in a lot of drafts. And and again. If for some reason you don't have a draft until this weekend, and that can be the case sometimes, uh, you just you know uh, don't worry about the first game that's played because that game is on, on Thursday night. But here are a couple of rookies to watch out for. Number one is Jahan Dotson for the Washington Redskins is a wide receiver. Now, again, I know I just sat there and said, we don't know what we're going to get off this team. But he's a guy that's very highly touted. Uh, a lot of love in fantasy and a lot of love from uh, fantasy folks. And, and our buddy, John Hansen gives him a lot of love, too. And he's a guy who you could pick up for depth late. And, again, I'm talking round 12 or beyond. And, actually, when we talk about these guys, these are guys who either could be on your waiver wire, again, depending on how deep your league is, but it could also be somebody you could pick up along the way. Number two, um, Giants wide receiver... Wandale Robinson. Now the Giants have are, are interesting this year. Uh, again, it's my team. I'm not going to tout them. I don't think Kenneth. Uh, I, I don't think Daniel Jones is any great shakes. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, Tyrod Taylor before too much longer. Uh, just because I'm I'm not sold on them. And the wide receiver core is somewhat pedestrian. I mean, you're waiting to see. Um, uh, whether that big contract <laughs> is going to pay off. Uh, but the wide receivers of the Giants just on a whole are not good. But Wandale Robinson is a guy a lot of people are kind of touting, and they're saying he could be pretty good. So there's another guy who, again, a value wide receiver pick because this is a wide receiver league. It's very deep. And, again, we've been saying take running backs early, wide receivers late. Last but not least in Houston, Nico Collins. Now, here's the thing about Houston. I just thought they were awful. I saw them in a couple of preseason games. I was not impressed. But there's something cooking there. And there's a little bit of there's a little bit of something there. And Nico Collins could be a guy who surprises. Again, you have uh you have a, a new coach there. You've got not a lot of expectations. He's a guy that could surprise. And again, we're talking about people that are available late in your draft. So those are my three imports
1: for this week. This is uh, the point in the draft in the season now where the real work begins. You had the draft in season management plays a lot of time sifting through the waiver wire. And, you know, I know what you're thinking when you say that you're going to the waiver wire. Well, you had a bad draft. No, that's not the case. And I kind of said that to you, Tripp, but I kind of thought about my message a little bit after the fact. That's sort of closed minded thinking. You need to go to the Waiver Wire, and you need to explore who's available because this is what is going to start dictating your season. Never too early to start digging for the perfect gem. I'm going to give you a couple of them. Isaiah Pachko, running back in Kansas City, 7th round rookie of Rutgers. He was basically an afterthought during the draft, but he's going to see some significant time down the stretch. May not be in the beginning. Good... Handcuff for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Got another running back for you, Miami's Raheem Mostert. I drafted him in the 11th round, but uh, he is available on the waiver wire in some leagues. He sustained a serious knee injury last year with the 49ers in that season opener against Detroit. Recaptured elite speed that made him one of the best. Uh, dangerous breakaway running backs in the league. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think Miami's one of the most underrated offenses in the NFL. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Jacecki, Tua, Moster, the potential is definitely there. How about Packers wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs. This product out of Nevada hauled in eight receptions for 82 yards and a pair of scores in the preseason contest. After trading Devontae Adams, it's a mystery who's going to end up emerging as top receiver in Green Bay. Will it be Alan Lazard? Sammy Watkins. I'll tell you what, both of those veterans have flaws and have been prone to injury, so it's possible the rookie wideout challenges his way up to the top and gets more looks from Aaron Rodgers and you know what they say Romeo oh Romeo where art thou Romeo <laughs> how about a defense how about a defense you want to pick up the Carolina Panthers defense this is a defense you can stream in the first couple weeks they face Cleveland, the Giants, New Orleans favorable matchups.
0: I was gonna say to you, I, I got one for you because again, how the mighty have fallen. Tom Brady uh, was was uh, a double digit uh, pick this year, close to it at least. Aaron Rodgers, you know the guys who usually dominated. Who is going to have the worst season in your mind? Is it Aaron Rodgers or
1: is it Tom Brady? It better not be Tom Brady because I trapped him. But, um, yeah you know, and I and I'm going down there tomorrow to Giselle's house and, t- and telling her he needs to continue playing. Um, I, I you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a tough one because you know Tom Brady. He's one of those players that just gets better with age, and he's 45 years old now. So this worries me a little bit. But you know what? It's like a fine wine. He always gets better with age. Aaron Rodgers. I think between the two of them, I just you know I just don't know about that Green Bay offense. There's there's some question marks. He lost Devontae Adams. I think they rely a lot more on the running game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. So I'm going to say Rodgers.
0: I'm going to go Brady. And here's it's funny because um, one of the things that I thought was really kind of fascinating, and 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 again, it goes to mindset here. When you're a, a, an elite athlete, the minute you start thinking about, you know, all right, is it time for me to retire? The minute you start thinking that that's when things happen and that's when things go downhill. And Tom Brady was set to ride off in the sunset. He had it all set up. And then he said, eh, maybe I'll come back. And he's come back, and at what cost? Because, again, now we don't have anything, you know, that's in concrete. But he retired and then unretired. And when you do that, you set yourself up. And the problem is, is now, and again, we don't have any concrete information. And Tom Brady, of course, was on Sirius XM with his show with Jim Gray and, and, um, uh, I can't think of his name now, of course, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Thank you. I, I came up with it. Um, <laughs> and he was on with him and they talked about that and he said you know it's it's just kind of one of those things i think i'm ready for another year the problem though is he retired and he already took that step and i just i, I don't know this 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 does not i really have some questions this year i'm going to take tom brady i just, i think rodgers you know rodgers given the, you know take away the fact that he looks like you know the guy from Con Air, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but but, but I, I think you know he's in Green Bay. You know that's not what I would call Main Street USA. Okay, the, the, you know again it's Green Bay, whereas Tom Brady is in Tampa Bay, and I think there's a lot of attention on Tom Brady right now. And I just, I don't know. I just, I just think that this. I, I thought it was a mistake for him to come back. I think it's going to be an even bigger mistake, and it's going to end up really causing some issues. And again, um, the other part of this is, is that Tom Brady's always thinking about, already thinking about his life after football. You know, he's already got that that deal with Fox. Um, and, and, and again, that's got to be in his back of his mind. Cause when he says, you know, do I really want to do this? I'm getting paid a ton of money. I can sit there and not do this. You know, I, I mean, let's be realistic here, but again, there's going to be, it's going to be an interesting year. They've changed coaches. there. uh, offensive line is a problem, but I think Tom Brady is going to have the worst year. All right. Well, we'll be here every Thursday to give you pros cons. We'll give you imports, exports. We'll give you the tips to win your league, and and you know I I guess I gotta be we gotta be really stupid here, and again we 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 give you some credit for listening, but also remember when your teams play this week, yeah, one o'clock game, you know I've got a question mark because I have Joe Burrow, and he is questionable because again remember he had that uh, appendectomy. And uh, there's a question of whether or not he's going to play. Now, it's a one o'clock game Sunday. So if I got one league I have, Joe Burrow, and he's the only quarterback I have. So if I've got to make a switch, I can do that at the last minute. But you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention to the inactives. You got to pay attention to the teams. You got to know when your teams play. Don't be caught napping. Again, it never hurts to you know get up Sunday morning and take a quick look. I mean, you've got to do that.
1: But and I will say thing, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll say one thing to add to that: uh, the players we mentioned about um, you know imports, you want to stash these players on your roster now because they because they're going to become top waiver wire uh, targets a week or two from now. So and you may not be in the best position to grab them on the waiver wire. So if you grab them now, because you got to think of this like a chess match. Always got to be one or two moves ahead, and you want to beat your opponent. So you get the players now, so in the long run, you're set up for success. That's a big thing, and that's the thing I was talking about earlier on the waiver wire. You know, I said, well, why are you going to the waiver wire? That, that may be an old-school thinking, but new-school thinking is go to the waiver wire now. You
0: are correct, my friend, and that's going to wrap up the Fantasy Sultans for this week, September the 8th, week one in the NFL. Yes. Love to hear your comments and questions about our podcast. All you got to do is email fantasysultans at gmail.com. Don't forget my other podcast, Trips Take. We talk about things. And this week I pay tribute to teachers who influenced me when I was growing up. It's available on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, and other podcast hosts. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, you can listen to WTRS Radio powered by Live365.com. We will be back again next week with another edition of The Fantasy Sultans. For now, I'm Trip Rogers from Mike Sheck. We are the Fantasy Sultans. And you are not.